Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. Another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh yes, won't you be my neighbor? And remember, just like Mr. Rogers, I like you just the way you are. So uh, hopefully that will give you some encouragement today that, uh, that you are loved and you are wanted and you are appreciated and uh, you are unique and and and, and Lord designed and created us all to be different. That's why when we look at the world, it's like a plethora of beautiful bouquet of flowers. Each is unique and different in their own way, and we should celebrate that. And uh, so when you're going out, out and about today, just give God the glory. Remember, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And so let's give God the glory in all things. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen that new movie about Mr. Rogers yet, uh, but I, I want to see it. There have been several uh, people said it's really good, and uh, so I uh, definitely want to uh, check that out at some point in time. I always liked watching Mr. Rogers when I was a kid. I was always, uh, uh, I always liked it when he go, went to go to the different, um, uh, like I remember, like he would go to the Crayon Factory or something like that, or he went behind the scenes of the Incredible Hulk, and and uh, I remember those kind of things when I was a kid. That always uh, stands out. Shame we don't have good people like it uh, doing quality programming anymore. But uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these days we can see that happen again. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into God's Word this morning. We'll look at John chapter fourteen, verse eighteen. And uh, if you have your Bibles handy, please by all means. Get those out and uh, so you can follow along or on your cell phone or iPad or whatever tablet, laptop you're using this morning. Uh, go ahead and look those up. And I've cut my leg on something. That's why I keep looking down. I'm, I'm bleeding. So hate when that happens. But anyway, I will, I will live. So let's take a look at this verse here. John 14, 18 says, all right, I'm going to get my Bible out too. It says, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. All right, so it's a very powerful passage of scripture there. And as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right, so we see this verse here this morning. You know, one thing we have to uh, understand and realize that uh, God the Father is always there. All right. Uh, even, uh, you know, we may have earthly fathers. Some of you out there may have had earthly fathers who were not loving, uh, might have been, uh, may have abandoned you, might have, uh, have abused you. And uh, as a result, sometimes um, it's hard to relate to the heavenly father, but uh, he's the one that will always be there for us. He's the one that uh, will not leave us. He will not hurt us. He will not forsake us. He, Jesus Christ is always there. And I, and I think that's one reason why I've been wanting, it just it stays in my mind all the time. I play it over and over in my head like a, a literal movie. Uh, my book I wrote about life did for that very reason uh, because there are so many people out there who have difficulty understanding a loving father. And, uh, and that, that was my goal and effort in writing that. And that's why I want to do a little short film or, or however it may turn out to be uh, to, uh, uh, to kind of reinforce that. Uh, so people can understand the love of a father, and particularly the love of the heavenly father, which outshines anything uh, the earthly our earthly parents could ever uh, begin to to show and display. But uh, that's one thing we got to take. You know, when Jesus Christ ascended into heaven, you know, he didn't just say, "Well, you're on your own now. Hope you figure it out." You know, he left us uh, his holy word to guide us. He left us uh, the uh, Paracletos, that Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to guide us, to instill us. We have God's indwelling spirit within our hearts. So we're never alone. We're never on our own. 
And uh, it's the last part of this verse says, I will come to you uh, in regards to, you know, Jesus rose again on the third day. He came uh, to show us the way. And next time he comes, it would be uh, to, uh, as, as, as to come to war. And um, uh, he will uh, rapture us out, which not always get people say, well, you know, rapture is not in the Bible. I know that. It comes from the Greek word of rapturo, which means to be caught up. That's where we get that word. So uh, trust me, I understand that completely. All right. So, but the thing of it is, though, a lot of people feel lonely in this world, all right? You can, you can be in a crowd uh, of people and still feel lonely. You can be in a relationship and still feel lonely, feel lonely <laughs> or, uh, you know, or you can be by yourself and not be feel alone, you know? Uh, you know, and so and I feel that feeling of loneliness. Uh, I personally, uh, I struggled with that for many, many years uh, dealing with loneliness. I know firsthand what it's like to come home to an empty house day after day. I know what it's like to to sit and watch a TV show and you know, you want, there's nobody to talk to. So like everywhere you go, there's couples and friends and people hanging out and doing stuff. And you just feel, you know, going to the movies by yourself or eating alone. It, it bites, man. It's, it's not fun at all. Uh, at least for me, some people, you know, they like that solitude. The older I get, I seem to enjoy my solitude a little more <laughs> than, than I used to, but, uh, I love my wife dearly. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, my kids, but I, uh, but I fought that for a long time. And if it hadn't been, I had a little dog, he was half Yorkie and half Chihuahua. His name was Shemp. If it hadn't been for him, I, I don't know what I'd have done. There was many a day I held him and just cried and just uh, uh, talked to him. And uh, he never spoke back, though. I, I don't know why. But uh, it was tough, you know. And King David, uh, he felt that a sting of loneliness when his own son, Jad, uh, rose up against him. And uh, he cried out to the Lord. Uh, you know, we see these kind of things throughout Scripture. Uh, people dealing with loneliness, uh, people feeling abandoned, feeling alone. And I think it's it's easy to feel that way sometimes, that you're all by yourself in this world. Nobody cares about you. But we look at God's Word, and it talks about he that sticks closer to a brother. Uh, he that gives his life for someone else. Uh, you know, is no greater love hath this than a man who gives his life for his friends. We see that Jesus Christ is always there. And, you know, I think sometimes, you know, when I look back, at my battle with loneliness, and uh, I see other people, it, it is a, uh, you're looking internally. Uh, you're looking for at someone else to fulfill a need. You're looking at someone else to um, gauge your happiness. Uh, and that's, that's going to inevitably fail. If you're looking for someone uh, or something to fill that void, to give you peace, to give you love and companionship, and that's all you're looking for, you're going to be disappointed because people will not give you what you're looking for. People want to be loved desperately. People want companionship desperately, and they're looking the wrong directions. They get uh, panicky, and they start making bad decisions, and they get with somebody who is not of God, or uh, and or they and so they think, well, I could I could change this individual, and it doesn't work that way. People will always let you down. They're not going to give you what you are looking for. The only person that can give you what you're looking for is Jesus Christ alone. Only He can give you that love you're searching for. Only He can give you that fulfillment you're looking for. And only He can fill that void that you feel that that hole that is in your heart that you that needs to be filled. Now it's not to say that Jesus Christ can't send you someone uh, that uh, you know if we spend that time of prayer and at His right time and place He'll send someone and you'll have a very wonderful relationship as a result uh, and by uh, waiting on the Lord and not getting ahead of Him. But uh, uh, we need to make sure that we are always uh, waiting on God and we're praying and searching Him out and still looking inwardly at the lack of what we feel we don't have, we need to look uh, uh, externally at the things of Jesus Christ and what he has to offer and focus our attention on him 
and uh, and when we start looking outwardly instead of inwardly and searching out Jesus Christ and uh, seeing how we can be used for his service, I think you'll see that attitude change in that spirit of loneliness and uh, and that you will feel that fulfillment because you're walking in God's light. Because once you start following Christ, you're putting him first in all things and all situations, filling that void, uh, then you're no longer constantly in search for somebody uh, to do that. And, I, and I've seen it time and time again. I've seen people who are lonely. They end up with somebody who is not a Christian or they claim to be a Christian and um, they leave the church. Or I've seen people come to the church faithfully and as soon as they get married, as soon as they, and they're gone, you never see them again. I, I don't know why that is. Uh, they don't, either their spouse don't like the church or whatever it may be. They just, uh, they, I couldn't come, and it breaks my heart because I see our church as a church family, and it really bothers me, and it really hurts me when I look out and I don't see those people there in the congregation anymore. And so that's between them and God. That's something they have to uh, uh, decide on their own, uh, inevitably, as we all do. But uh, the point of the matter is, don't let someone dictate your happiness. Don't let someone dictate who you, where you go to church and your walk with Jesus Christ, all because you want to uh, please that individual. Uh, because again, in the end, you're going to be let down if that's all you're doing. Everything you're trying to do to please someone, imagine if you took that energy trying to please God, trying to live a godly life, trying to serve Him with all your heart and soul, to do the things that would honor Him and not disappoint Him, doing the things that you know would not cause pain, but would cause joy, and that uh, that would honor Christ Jesus. If we could do those things. Imagine what mighty men and women, what warriors we could be if we could do that. But we're so focused on this temptation. Uh, world and relationships because I mean you look at Hollywood that's all they're pushing is is relationship and a, a false sense or their version of love and uh, of course you always hear oh, well what does the heart tell you well don't listen to the heart because it's going to lead you astray uh, God's word tells us the heart just but wicked who can know it? don't listen to your heart listen to God follow after him that's why you see in Hollywood these people get you know in, in, in movies well probably in real life too they get married, uh, they don't feel fulfilled, they feel like this person's not giving them the proper attention they deserve, they find somebody else, divorce, oh well, no big deal, they're in love, so what does it matter? I mean, we see that time and time again, so we become desensitized, and so we think that, oh, well, you know, maybe if I'm not happy with this person, then there's somebody else out there, and, and just, you know, and don't take their vows seriously, and that, that is to be concerned, because uh, what God has joined together, let no man separate, and we need to make sure that we are always putting God first and not our selfish desires ahead of what God wants and so now if you're in an abusive physically abusive relationship someone is, is cheating on you then you need to get out of that you need to, to, to find you don't need to stay there because someone who's abusive uh, you know the, the chances are great or not they may may seriously enter or kill you so you if you're uh, an individual out there watching this and you're in a relationship that's physically abusive they'll always say they're sorry they'll always say they'll never happen again but it will continually get worse and worse and worse so in those situations yeah you need to get away from that get out of there do not pass go go as fast you can go to a shelter go somewhere and get away from that situation and there's a lot of women out there who are in fear of their lives or afraid if they, they go that when there's kids involved it could be much worse and so uh, my heart goes out to those individuals but uh, but particularly in dealing with our loneliness uh, topic this morning uh, you know, let's make sure that we understand, you know, even though uh, you may feel that sense of loneliness, even though you feel that sense of lacking, uh, that uh, that longing uh, when you're sitting there and you're coming home day by day, turn that energy 
uh, and, and that uh, self-pity into uh, Jesus Christ and uh, staying in his word, staying in prayer, getting active in church, volunteering your time, staying busy. All right, kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit yesterday with laziness. Idle hands are the devil's work. You know, if you start doing it, you get idle, you get too much time in your hands, you, it's easy to start going down the wrong path. Keep yourself busy. All right, keep yourself active. Now we don't have time to sit there and think and have self-pity of what and, and focus on what you don't have. But it gives you opportunity to focus on what you do have as serving Jesus Christ. So I understand, trust me, of all people out there, I understand what it's like uh, to have to battle loneliness. Um, before I got married, uh, and I lived on my own for over eight years uh, over in Johnson City, it, um, uh, it was a struggle, and it was tough, and I made a lot of bad relationship decisions as a result. And so that's my encouragement to you this morning. Be careful. Make sure you're giving it all to God and uh, realize you're never alone. Jesus Christ is always there. He's there to lead you. He's there to guide you. He's there to protect you. He is always there through life and through death. God is there. So we can take peace and comfort in those words. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, uh, we praise your holy name. And Lord, for those out there who are battling loneliness and, uh, and struggling daily emotionally, spiritually, mentally, Lord, give them peace. Give them strength. Let them focus on you. Uh, don't let them focus on uh, things they can't control, but focus on the one who is in control of all things. And Lord, that we know that is you. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God, which will protect us this day. Lord, be with all those who are battling uh, sicknesses of various, of various kinds, uh, flu, stomach viruses, whatever it may be, that you bring healing upon them. Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with uh, our, our relative Hannah that's in uh, the hospital. You'll guide the doctor to bring her to full and complete health and be, give peace to her uh, parents. Be with all of our children, bus drivers, and teachers. Give them safe passage to school and back without any problems or complications. Those going to work. Be with our young people that are on the road and driving and that are inexperienced to keep them safe. Be with our first responders, police officers that know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our active military, those being deployed. Keep them safe. Give their families peace and strength. And Lord, to be with our president. Give protection about him and his family. Give him wisdom and discernment. And let him seek you for all things. And Lord, uh, for, just pray that you be with this nation and as a whole. That you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to come out and come and, and uh, do these devotions each morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure. Lord willing, uh, Brandy and I will be doing our uh, podcast uh, this Thursday at 6 o'clock, and so be sure to tune into that. With that said, if you want to share these devotions, you always go to Dr. Young 77, and if they don't do social media, then go to YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young, and uh, subscribe there and watch the videos, and or you can subscribe to my podcast free of charge, don't cost a thing, audio only, no video, and you can listen to the devotions, sermons, podcasts we do, and uh, as you're working, doing whatever you do, you can sit and listen to that. May the Lord will use that to bless you in some shape form or fashion so hope everybody has a blessed day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching